What's going on? It's your boy Trey with a Y. What's up? It's your boy T-R-E, Trey, uh, coming back at you with yet another episode. Yes, sir. And uh, we are going to be talking about obedience tonight, man. Yes, sir. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes, sir. As it is stated in 1 Samuel 15, 22. You want to go ahead and read that, bro? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm coming out of the NLT version, New Living Translation. It reads, but Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. So let me go ahead and get into that. Um, I just want to explain what the, uh, the the offering of the fat of the rams is. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day before Jesus came and died on the cross for our sins and split the veil between us and God, uh, we had to go through a priest whenever we wanted to repent for our sins. We would give the, uh, the priest, uh, you know, the fat of rams, uh, la- uh, um, sheep, lambs, whatever, it, whatever the what it was that they were uh, sacrificing to God. And uh, it, the Bible references as a sweet, savory smell to, to the Lord. Um, but again, since Jesus came and died for our sins, he split the veil. So now we have direct access to the father of God. And um, yeah, so uh, we don't have to do that anymore. Now we can come and repent directly to God mm-hmm. instead of us having to kill off uh, innocent animal. You know, uh, now pretty much <laughs> obedience is better than sacrifice. Uh, our obedience, you know, to God would be better than us sacrificing, uh, you know, the lamb, which now is Jesus Christ. Right. You know? uh, so we instead of us putting every time we sin, we're pretty much putting another, you know, uh, whip or slash, as you would say, on the back of Jesus because he's already died and was whipped and beaten for our sins. I just wanted to go ahead and uh, clear that up for the for the listeners. Um, what you got from that, my brother? Amen, brother. Man, got a lot from that, brother. Um, Man. First and foremost, looking at it, you know, studying the scriptures throughout the week. Uh, this was one of the first places in the Bible where the theme to obey is better than sacrifice is stated. Today, you you know, our modern day religious practices that we do, um, such as, you know, going to church, um, taking part of communion, uh, tithing. Those are all religious acts, but... All of those are empty. All of those are useless if if they're not performed with an attitude of love and obedience. It's all about the posture of the heart, like we always talk about, bro. Yeah, yeah. Check the posture of your heart and make sure it's in the right place when you are doing whatever it is that you are doing for the Lord or in Jesus' name. I agree. All of that doesn't mean anything. As an example, um, you're this successful business owner ceo of this company whatever the case may be um however your rise to success was filled with a bunch of you know unjust dealings um you wasn't always fair and you know righteous in your dealings with other people or anything like that but you think that hey if i just put a little bit extra in the in the collection plate on sundays you know, that'll make up for all of my wrongdoings. Mm. You know, if I sacrifice a little bit of extra money, you know what I'm saying, mm. and give it to the Lord or whatever, give it to the church. Um, but then right after service, you're right back to 
living the same old heathen lifestyle that you've been living prior to that Sunday, that that's going to make everything all better. No, Man. no, that's not, <laughs> that's not how this works. You know what I'm saying? Obedience is better than sacrifice. You know, God just wants us to be obedient to his word. He just wants us to obey what he said, how we should live and how we should walk and how we should love others as we love ourselves. That's it in a nutshell, man. And, um, you know, coming off this fast, bro, man, bro, (laughs) man, I'm still, I'm still like, Oh man, I'm gonna let you get into it. I'm gonna let you share, bro, because I'm I'm still on cloud nine, bro, with this whole thing, dog. Like for real, dog. Tell, share with the people, bro. Share with the people how God has showed up and showed out, bro. All right, man. Let me go ahead and just start off saying this. Uh, I want to I want to reference back to the scripture of, yes. of what we just read. So, pretty much that scripture is um, is Samuel. He has came to Paul and he's telling Paul like. You know, uh, you didn't obey what God told you to do. And, you know, mm-hmm. since you did not, you're not going to reap the benefits of God and, you know, his promises and what he had for you, which mm-hmm. was for him to become king. Uh, later on in the scriptures, we know that 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 uh, position was given to David. Right. Uh, but I just want to say that to say this, um, you know, when you obey God's voice, then you will receive the promises that he has for you. God will he'll rather you obey his commands rather than you than you to ask for forgiveness for not listening to him. That mm. is where obedience come is better than sacrifice and where it stems from, because the thing about it is uh, we continuously sin and do wrong, knowing we're doing wrong. Uh, but we want to continue and, and run back to God and say, God, I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry, God, I'm sorry. God is honestly like this. Hey, you're not sorry for one. And uh, two, just obey me. You just keep on doing what you what you want to do and think that I'm going to just continue to forgive you, which I am a forgiving God. Right. But again, like my brother said, what is the posture of your heart? Mm-hmm. You know, because if the posture of your heart, you're truly, you know, sorry for what you did. You will repent and turn away from your wicked ways. There's just mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Right. You know? Like me, I used to keep on smoking and crying because I was wrong and I knew I was wrong and I kept asking for forgiveness uh, but I would go right back to doing the same thing. You know, right. God is looking at me like, yo, just obey me. You know, um, I, and I want to go ahead and get into the whole smoking thing. A lot of people don't know, you know, they don't understand, you know, that why is smoking weed a sin? Like they don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to go ahead and get into that real quick. Uh, clear that up, man. Um, the Bible says that a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. And when you smoke, we all know if you're a smoker, when you know when you get to high um your mind begins to race you start to think about more than one thing you know uh you're you have no control of your mindset mm-hmm. uh a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways you're unstable you you can't make a conscious decision because you have uh we're gonna say the enemy in your head giving you other thoughts while you're mm-hmm. trying to think clearly it's not gonna work you know uh i'm just speaking from experience uh, so I did just want to uh, go ahead and, you know, clear that up as well. But uh, going back, man, so the obedience is better than sacrifice. Oh, man, look, 21 days of fasting. We started fasting for things that we wanted. Uh, come to find out a couple of days into the fast, we find out that uh, our the posture of our hearts changed. It was a first of a matter of something that we wanted um, 
the things that we wanted and then it just turned around us being God. We just want to go deeper with you, you know. Uh, right. I don't know how that happened, but it just happened, you know, and um, I thank God for that because uh, we got way more out of it than we expected to be real. And, but God did show up and show out for the things that I did, you know, originally fast for as well, you know, and I believe that was because, again, first Samuel chapter 15, verse 22, obedience is better than sacrifice. We were obedient in this, you know, um, yep. and he's like, if you're obedient, you will receive the promises that I have for you. The promises that, you know, and the promise that he had for me were according to his will, because the things that I were asking him for. They, they lined up with his will, you know, yep. and we're going to go back to that scripture, you know, ask all of these things uh, according to his will and they will be given to you. you right. Know? Right. Uh, stop asking for things that are materialistic. Stop asking for things that will perish when this mm -hmm. earth is done. Like, no, we need to be asking for the love of God, you know, for, for the patience of God, the long suffering, the uh, God restore my marriage. God restore because you ordain marriage. That's you. You you love marriage. You know, mm -hmm. You know, things that God, that his will is for, you know? Um, right. So, um, yeah, uh, my testimony, man, is, uh, shoot, God restored, and he's going to re continuously restore everything in my marriage. He's going to, he has restored my finances. He has, I was, a. Hey, we was out the door. We was on our way out the door. We, was, we had a court case coming up on the 28th. Up, oh, It's getting dismissed now because mm -hmm. God showed up and showed out for that $2,800 that we owed. <laughs> You know, mm. uh, and uh, he overflowed it. You know, um, we're on the transparent podcast. Hey, I got sixty eight hundred dollars in my taxes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you know? bro. And that's not I didn't expect that, you know, but God was like, you know what? I feel like this. He was just hey, you obeyed. Uh, you obeyed me. You know, uh, you stayed true, man. And I got you like, again, it goes back to uh, what we said on our last podcast. Just go. Just and go, I'll be man. With you. Yep. God is going to be with you. You just got to move. Mm -hmm. But again, move with the right posture. Of the right. Heart, heart right. has to be in the right area. It can, you cannot be selfish. You can't be doing things for vain glory. It has to be in the right area. And God already knows your heart. Mm -hmm. So don't try to play God. He won't be mocked. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, but yeah, glory to God. Hallelujah. That's my testimony, man. Um, God showed up and showed out in my life. My marriage, man. finances, uh, you know, uh, keeping a roof over our our heads. I have children, you know, so right. God is good. You know, um, God is good all the time, bro. Man, that goes back to a bunch of stuff. You know, me like like we said, man, me and me and LJ, man, we talk every day. You know, we talk every day. So a lot of the things that we talk about, man, you know, throughout this whole fast and everything that we uh, was experiencing, again, we wouldn't have gotten half, not even a quarter of what God has shown us, what he told us uh, if we wasn't fasting, which in regards to what this scripture is talking about, um, I felt like the Holy Spirit gave me this too. The only type of sacrifice that I feel like is required of us is the sacrifice that we put ourselves through, through fasting. Then we're sacrificing um, not feeding our bodies physically so that we may be fed spiritually. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like how Jesus sacrificed his body on the cross, I feel like fasting 
is a form of us sacrificing our bodies for the sake of growing, drawing near to him. You know what I'm saying? Amen, bro. That's good. And in doing so, um, you know, it is walking in. It, it's a form of obedience because Jesus said he's, he didn't like like I said before, he didn't say if you fast. He right. said when you fast. And Jesus was the prime example of how we should do this walk and how we should live, you know, this, this life, you know, as a believer of his, you know, when he was here, he fasted, you know, he said, you know, he, he prayed and, you know, we need to follow in his footsteps because he was just setting the example for how we need to be doing this thing. But, um, man, yeah. In doing so, Oh man, he, he showed, he showed himself to me, through your situation and that just did nothing but motivate me to go deeper like you said man encourage me to go deeper um he he's a promise he's he's a he's a god that doesn't go back on his promises he knows what we need before we even ask and so amen he's the provider jehovah jireh he's he's our provider he knows what we need you know right prime example man I'm going to just make it more personable. You know, um, I remember back in like 2014 or it, I don't know, between the years of 2012 and 2014, um, I was at a job that was doing mass layoffs. And I was like, OK, I, you know, I need a, I need a job like I need to get out of here. I need something that, you know, with a little bit more job security, whatever the case may be. Like, you know, the, I know the next the next round of layoffs, I'm about to be part of that, and then I ain't gonna have no job. So at the time, I had dreads. That was during my, you know, my Tampa, Tampa dreads, you know, season or whatever. <laughs> um, I had dreads, man, and I was looking for jobs. I was looking for jobs. Was not moving. I couldn't find nothing for like months. So one day I was off work, and um, I just, as clear as day, man, I just heard God say, "Cut your hair." He just said, cut your hair. I was like, all right, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what this got to do with anything. But, you know, I, I truly felt led by the spirit, by the Holy Spirit to cut my hair. So Amen. that that day I cut my hair, uh, I cut the dreads off with my scissors. And then I, you know, went to the barbershop to um to get tapered up or whatever. I'm in the parking lot of the barbershop, bro. Oh, man. And I get a call. I, I have a phone interview with Bright House. <laughs> wasn't getting anything from anyone for months oh man as soon as i'm in the parking lot of the barbershop i get a call from bright house pretty much got the job Glory. right on spot but it's all about obedience obedience and, yeah that's all i was thinking yeah obedience man and i know a lot of people this is going to draw back to the, the my point in regards to the posture of your heart so a lot of people, y'all, you know, y'all hearing that, what does cutting your hair have to do with anything? You know what I'm saying? Why would God tell you to cut your hair? Well, at that time, the only reason why I had dreads, it was all for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> only reason why I had dreads because come to find out that the girls within my area, within my circle of influence, they loved them some black men with dreads. I was just trying to get girls, bro. Right, right, right. I glorified my hair just to get girls. Mm, 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 mm. So we all been there. All been there. Come on now. We young. We dumb. Yep. Um, and so God saw that. 
I I I idolized my hair for all the wrong reasons. The 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 place that I had my hair on my heart was like over God, if you will. You know what I'm saying? My hair was on the throne of my heart in right. a sense. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. I want to know. And God's going to test your faith. I want to know if you're going to be obedient to me. I want you to let I want you to let go of your hair because I know that you're you're kind of like a slave to your hair. You know what I'm saying? So I want you to let go of your hair. And then, you know, then I'll move. You know what I'm saying? Amen. I had to. You know, did I want to? No, of course not. But hey, if God said it, I'm gonna be obedient to you, Lord, because I mean, if in all reality, I ain't had <laughs> I was at I, I was at my wits' end, you know what I'm saying? But he still showed up and showed out. Amen. Obedience, hey, man. You know what's um good about that? Uh you drove me to a point that I wanted to make. Uh, you know, there's things that God has held back because of our disobedience. Mm-hmm. You know, um mm-hmm. some prayers did not get answered <laughs> because right. you did not submit. If you had not submitted and cut your hair, you still be sitting right in the car in the parking lot waiting on the phone call. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, it would have never came through, you know, but when you obey God, that's all he's asking you to do. That's all he's asking you to do, man. That's it. <laughs> Just obey him. He's going to do more abundantly mm-hmm. than what you can ask, you know? Mm-hmm. He's going to overflow it, you know? Yep. Just be obedient. And I just really want to say that, man, because, uh, there's so many prayers. People just like, God's not answering my prayers. God's not answering my prayers. What are you doing for God, though? Right. What are you doing for God? Are you obeying his word? No, you're not going to obey to the T. This is the reason why Jesus came, because we could not uphold every single law to the T. Right. A righteous man is going to fall seven times. But at the end of the day, you got to try. You know, mm-hmm. you got to try. You got to try to to, to um be ob- as obedient as possible. The only time you should really fall is uh, uh, unwillful sin, you know? Uh, right. You should never willingly sin or premeditate a sin. Like right. smoking weed, going, okay, if I have to, if I'm going to smoke weed, what do I have to do first? First, I got to hit up the weed man, right? Okay. Right. Now I got to wait for him to hit back. And usually sometimes when God is blocking something too, oh, the weed man ain't hit me back, but you so disobedient, oh, I'm mm. just going to hit the next man up. Okay, oh, finally got a ring back on this guy. Okay, so now I you got to hit the guy up now what do you have to do? Go get in your vehicle and go get it. Or if you don't have a car, you have to wait for him to bring it to you. Okay, mm. but look, <laughs> now we need something to roll it up in. So what are we going to do? Go down to the nearest corner store and we're going to get something to roll this up in. Uh, okay, cool. Oh, don't got a lighter? Oh, now you got to go get a lighter if you don't have a lighter. All of these steps that you have to take to sin. You to know? willfully uh, sin. To willfully sin. Exactly. Like So come on, man. Like That's where God is at right now. I feel like you should not willfully sin because uh that already shows that god i don't care what you say i don't care you know mm. i'm gonna do what i want to do at the end of the mm. day that's just that's just that's that's what you're saying to god like uh, like it hey you know what to, to draw in on that point um we can even go back to uh that scripture um um first samuel 15 23 where yeah. it says rebellion is is as sinful as witchcraft and Amen. stubbornness is as bad as worshiping idols. So uh, that just goes to show you for us that are still practicing willfully sinning, you know, for me, you know, I have a lustful spirit that I battle with each and every day, you Amen. know what I'm saying? Um, to willfully sin, you know, in my situation, it, it, it was, you know, going to those sites 
you know, we all know what those those sites are. You know what I'm saying? You have to willfully type in the search engine Amen. or type in the the user account on Instagram to go there. And in all those time in all that time that you're actually taking the time to willfully sin, you can easily it for me personally, you hear you can, I can feel the Holy Spirit nudging me like, yo, mm-hmm. yo, what are you doing? Yep. This ain't they saying it. They saying it. They saying of me. What are you doing? Stop. Amen. Stop. So, in regards to what it says in First Fifteen, First uh, Samuel Fifteen. I don't know why I keep doing that. First First Samuel Fifteen Twenty Three. You know, rebellion. We're rebelling against the Holy Spirit when we do such, and and that's not good. We don't want to be there. You don't want to do that. The sins that that actually you know takes for us to to premeditate on, bro. Like that's what you know, willfully sinning or living in sin is talking about what we're saying in regards to, you know, when we slip back into sin or when we fall is being caught up in our emotions in a situation, you know, for instance, um, I snapped on, and this is just an example, but I, I snapped on such and such because they, uh, they stepped on my shoes and it just really got me angry. And I just, you know, I snapped for a minute cuss them out or whatever the case may be you know being caught up in the moment right i slipped up you know saying lord i'm you know i'm sorry lord like you know i know that wasn't right i was just Amen. in go. the in the moment you know I, I i let my flesh get the best of me forgive me lord i repent you know what i'm saying those <laughs> kind of slip up we fall seven times but we get back up period that's what it, you know what i'm saying so we just have to keep that in mind but yeah being obedient we have to try as as give our best effort to be obedient to what god says and what jesus said was to love him with all our heart mind and soul and to love our love our neighbor as we love ourselves man and that's not easy because people are people you know um people are dealing with things they're dealing with demons they're dealing with their own struggles and their own demons that we, you know, and we have to be in a place where our discernment is going to allow us to look at that person and be like, okay, it's not them. It's whatever it is that they're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Our discernment has to be in a place where we look at whatever it is that they, you know, this person just flipped me off, but you know what? I can't take it personally because I don't know what they're going through. Amen. Amen. You know, so I'm going to pray for them. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's easier said than done, but it's easier when you when you abide in Christ. It's yeah. easier when you're spending time with him in your in your word. It's easier when you're spending time with him in his presence in in, in prayer. You know what I'm saying? So we just gotta stay close and be obedient as possible as much as possible. Amen, bro. Um, yeah. Uh you when you stay close to Christ, you know, when you're in your word, you're you're praying. You're fasting, you know, you're doing all these things that get you that get you close to the spirit of God. Um, you'll be able to operate in the spirit of God. Um, so like he was saying, if somebody drives past and flicks you off, you know, uh, you're going to end up having the perspective of God, you know, um, which is I'm, like he said, they're going through something, you know, that it's going to mm-hmm. your, your mind's going to go directly to deflating it like I'm they're going through something and it's nothing personal it has nothing to do with me the scripture says we wrestle not with flesh and blood but spiritual wickedness in high places so we know again like you said we're not battling with the person but the spirit within the person um 
again, like we don't know what's going on with them at the household. We don't know what's going on with their, they could have had a family die, a family member die or whatever. And they just don't know how to control their emotions, you know, and it might just be their flesh. It might not even be a spirit. The funny thing is, it says that, uh, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, right? But, <laughs> oh, you know what? I just, I just thought, I think I just caught a revelation, bro. So this, the, a spirit, do you, would you say that, okay, if we don't f- wrestle with flesh and blood, right? Um, but spiritual wickedness. Okay, so if someone's going through something, right? Say a family member died, and they're and you know, and uh, they're taking it out on other people. Would you say that in that moment a spirit has hopped on them, and now you're dealing with the spirit that's hopped on them, and we're not dealing with the person? Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's bro. I ain't I ain't never thought about it like that. Because you know, it just makes me think how. Uh, you know, we always can't blame the devil, you know? Right, yeah, okay, okay. Sometimes yeah. you have to rebuke yourself because... That is true. It's you, you know, and I guess uh, it's your spirit, not as the not the Holy Spirit, but, you know, we have a spirit within ourselves, mm. you know? So maybe that's why it's never going to be that we're dealing with flesh and blood, but we're dealing with your spirit, with you know your, what I'm saying? Right, your sinful spirit, your sinful nature. Yeah, that's good, bro. I just, I, hey, I, I like just, that. I like that, and that's that's a good revelation. Yeah, um, because it's not always him. He, what's the what's the term? What's the term where he can be everywhere at once? Like he's not God, omnipresent. Omnipresent, right? He can't be everywhere at once. Amen. You know, we give too, we give him the credit. We give him too much credit. We give him too much power. You know, what I'm saying in saying that, like, nah. Sometimes it's us. It's it's whatever it is that that we struggle with that you know right. through whether it be our traumas or our experiences that we've experienced you know what i'm saying and yes. you know perfect example uh you know you out here having sex with all these people and you're getting you're picking up whatever it is that they're dealing with so you know right. what i'm saying it's it's us it's us you know what i'm saying like <laughs> a lot of times yeah no it's us that we have to rebuke it's us that we have to get in check you know, it's not necessarily the enemy like that. Yeah, that's good, bro. Hey, Holy Spirit, thank you. Because that's it, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy Spirit. That, yeah, the Holy Spirit talking right now. Yeah. Um, I'm go ahead and finish off that uh the uh the end of the uh of verse twenty three where it has said Rebe- rebellion is as simple as witchcraft and stubbornness as bad as worshiping idols. So because you have rejected the command of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. And that's all I wanted to piggyback on i already said it in the beginning but i just wanted to, to give you guys scripture and make sure let you guys know it's not me that uh right if you are not obedient to what god is telling you to do you will not reap the blessings that he has for you mm. point blank period and we always let's go ahead and put our lost people on game that the devil blesses you too right so a lot of people think that you know they're getting blessed from god and they give the God, the glory to God when God is like, I didn't, I didn't give you that. I didn't give you that. That was not of me. You know, um, I didn't give you that money. I didn't give you that job. I didn't it's, do this. I didn't do none of this for you. you. <laughs> especially if it's enabling you to still continue in sin. Hey, man, that's good. Yes, sir. Yes, if, sir. If, if, if whatever it is that you're getting blessed, quotations on blessed. Right. Because we know, you know, it's the enemy. Whatever it is that you're getting blessed with that's enabling you to continue in the lifestyle that's rebellious to God. That's good. It's not of him. 
Amen. If it don't bring you, if it does not draw you closer to Christ, it is not of God. It is not of him. You know what I'm saying? So, man, point, shout out to Jerry Flowers, man. We love you, brother. Yes, sir. Um, His sermon, man, like a lot of times, you know, we're fooled. We are fooled. And we're fooled by churches and, 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 and so-called pastors behind the pulpit nowadays because they're always preaching about you know, the, the good stuff that itches your ear, you know what I'm saying? Your season is coming, you're this and that, you know, God has great things in store for you, right? right? And so we're geared, you know, we're conditioned to always look for the sunshine. The devil blesses you with sunshine. Yes. When we are asking God for the things that we are asking him for. Bring it home. He is going to bring it in the form of rain. Oh, that's so good. He's going to bring it in the form of a storm. Why? Because rain makes you grow. There it goes, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I can't get to or I can't get the things that I'm asking God for in the in my most comfort comfortable state. You know what I'm saying? There's things through the storm of which only the storm can help me grow you know, into what he wants and what he has for me. And so going back to what you said, you know, there's a lot of us that we're asking God for things. And two things, two things are happening. One, those answered prayers are being delayed because of our disobedience. Yep. Or two, our perception of how God blesses us is misconstrued. We're thinking that God is blessed. God is going to be blessing us in the, in the form of, Everything is going to be all peaches and cream. Right. You know, everything's going to be all easy, you know, comfortable, sunshine, you know, no storms, no nothing. When in reality, no, like in most cases, you know, God is going to provide and I mean, he's going to answer those prayers, but it's going to come in a form that that's going to make you uncomfortable. It's going to come in, in, in storms that, that are that, that are going to make you uncomfortable to where you are going to grow. You know what I'm saying? You plant a seed. You know, we're talking about agriculture now. You plant a seed, what do you have to do with that seed? You got to water it. You know what I'm saying? You water it, then it starts to grow. Then it starts to sprout. You know, you you plant an apple tree. You have to water it. <laughs> Once you water it, then it starts to grow through the, t- you know, that whole process is not a you know, a, a comfortable process for that seed, but mm-hmm. over time it grows and then it will start to bear fruit. So Amen. us as Christians in regards to we're seeking God for increase, we're seeking God to, you know, multiply our harvest. We're seeking God to bless us so we can bless others. Well, we have to be planted. And once we're planted, then we have to go through the storm. The storm is the rain. The rain is mm-hmm. going to cause us to grow. And once we're able to grow, there's a lot of things that, you know, through that process that will he'll he'll prune from us. He'll shed from us. We'll we'll get we'll gain different perspectives on things, um, on how he sees things. And that will equip us to then be a blessing, how we desire to be a blessing to others, to bless others, you know. But it's not going to come through, you know, us being comfortable, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Growth, growth doesn't come through through comfort it comes through being Being uncomfortable so being stretched there you go brother there you go so 
I like to reference uh God to the gym because oh man, when you work out mm-hmm. and you want to see results, right? Because that's that's what we're doing. You know, we're walking this walk it. with God. we're walking this walk with God. Um, right. We want to see the results of God. You know, um, okay, God, we want to see the blessings that you know you said we would reap if we're obedient to you. Okay, because that's what this is about: obedience being better than sacrifice. Cool. Okay, look. So when you go to the gym, right? And okay, you want to get bigger. You want to gain muscle. Okay. What do you have to do? You have to put your muscle in an uncomfortable state to where it's going to grow. Talk um, about it. You have to put it under stress. And that's what God is going to do. He's going to put you under distress. This is, and let's go back to, you know, uh, the misinterpreted scripture that uh, God will not place more on you than you can bear. Right. You know, that is a lie from the devil. Because if we, if he did not place more on us than we could not bear, then there will be no need for Jesus. Right. There would be no need for God. Right. We would be able to do it all on our own. Okay, well, yeah, I know God ain't going to make me go, you know, he ain't going to make this situation that bad. I know I'll be able to do it. I, I don't need Jesus. I don't need to pray to him. I don't need to pray to God. I don't need the Holy Spirit. I don't need any of that. I can do this on my own. So that's just a lie from the devil. Yep. Um, but again, um, referencing it to the gym. You have to put your muscles under stress. You have to put your muscles in an uncomfortable position for them to grow. Um, same with our faith. Okay, I want to pray for strength. God, please give me strength through this situation or give me strength, period, in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to send you something that's going to try to break you. Yep. Because, okay, you're not going to be able to get what you're asking for if I don't send hardship. Mm. hardship comes with the blessing yep you endure because we are called to endure through these rough hard seasons when you endure through it you will reap the promises that you asked for amen plain and simple straight to the t so you have to endure that is another thing uh faith is not just believing faith is how long are you going to believe how long are you going to wait back you know we can say oh god i trust you right now or oh god i trust you for two weeks god i trust you for three what if he don't answer that prayer for a year mm. you still gonna trust him mm. are you still gonna trust him are you still gonna have faith that god is gonna do all that he said that he would do amen bro so hey man i just wanted to go ahead and hit, knock that one out the park for my guys because bro when it comes to faith we are so impatient man uh going back to the agriculture the farmer to, right. to the gym nobody wants to wait for the results nobody wants to wait for the seed to turn into the the, the uh, apple tree nobody mm. wants to wait for the skinny guy to turn into the bodybuilder nobody mm. wants to wait for that you know we want it right <laughs> then and there yeah and look oh bro and sure. we feel like because we do these religious acts such as well i go to church every sunday i make sure that i tithe every 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 sunday i make sure that i i do this and i do that right but you're doing it for selfish intentions the the posture of your heart you're just trying to get the hand of god oh yeah you ain't seeking god for his heart you just trying to all right well let me just let me just perform well so that way he can give me what i want Amen. that's not how this works no Again, Jerry said, you are not going to get more of what you want without getting more of what you don't want. Point blank period, my guy. You're not going to get more of what you want without getting more of what you don't want. 
you want to be used by God. You want for your harvest to be increased. You want to grow in the Lord. You want your faith to be strengthened. All right. Well, we're going to have to put your faith in the gym. Oh, yes. I, I'm going to have to send you some hardships. I'm going to have to send you some storms. And all I'm asking for you to do through those hardships and through those storms is to just endure and trust me and just stick close to me because I got you. Amen. That's it. Period, bro. Amen. Hey, on that note, we're finito. I think we good. I think, <laughs> man, look. <laughs> we are finito, bro. That was it. That's, that was all that people needed, man. Um, Amen, bro. Holy Spirit, thank you. Um, Yes, Lord. Let us pray. Let us pray. Uh, thank you, God. Thank you for mm-hmm. another opportunity for us to come back uh, to fellowship with one another, Lord, to uh, yes, Lord. allow the, us to yield to the Holy Spirit in order for the Holy Spirit to minister to the listeners, Lord. Uh, we thank you, God. We we magnify your name on today for everything yes. you've done, everything you're doing, everything you're going to do. Yes. And God, if you don't do anything else, Father God, you've done enough. We yes, thank you, Lord. Lord. You sent Jesus on the cross to die for our sins so that we can have reconciliation with you father god mm. we can be in heaven with you whenever this is all said and done father yes, god lord. we have a hope in the future lord you said you have prepared many mansions for us father god we have rewards in heaven lord yes, things lord. that will never perish things that are going to be everlasting and eternal lord and we thank you and we magnify you on today lord yes lord. You, lord father god we pray that everyone that is listening got what they needed from what they heard, Lord, and we pray that it touched every single part, Father God, and we pray that they will turn from their wicked ways just as well as any wicked ways that we have remaining in us, Father God. Yes, Lord. Lord, we just pray that anything that is not of you will be done away, cast it out, Father God, in Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen, brother. Well, this has been another episode of No Curtains by your boy Trey, T-R-E. And your boy Trey with a Y, man. Uh, we love y'all. God loves y'all more. Yep. Y'all. y'all be blessed. Peace. One day you'll wake up and realize it ain't much time. Ain't much time. Ain't much time. One day you'll wake up and realize that's your mind. That's your mind. You gotta realize. One day you'll realize you gotta renew your mind. Renew your mind. Renew your mind. One day you'll realize. One day you'll realize. One day you'll realize. One day you'll realize. One day you'll wake up and realize it ain't much time. Ain't much time. Your time running out. One day you'll wake up and realize that's your mind. That's your mind. One day you'll realize you gotta renew your mind. Renew your mind. Transform your mind. One day you'll realize. One day you'll realize. One day you'll realize. One day. I had to realize I was wasting my time God told me over again to get on my grind Then I heard his voice and I began to incline Opened up the good book and saw me in the lines It spoke to me, yeah, it ain't no joke to me When I was losing that hope, he ain't lose no hope for me More like, we gon' ride till them wheels fall off Unconditional, I ain't never had that before That's the type of love he won't let you drown He stretched out his hand for Peter So you know what he bout He give you confidence or put away the doubt Cause you can do without them ends and the mouths is you in or you out that's the true question give me your direction so we can get to stepping in the purpose that i set before you get about your own way before i do it for you get about your own way before i do it for you one day you'll wake up and realize it ain't much time ain't much time one day you'll wake up and realize that's your mind 
that's your mind. You realize one day you realize you gotta renew your mind. Renew your mind. Transform your mind. One day you realize. One day you realize. You one day you realize. One